Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. What's up, guys? Kels Charles Megan Murray here, and you are listening to Girls Talking Boys in partnership with SB Nation. Hello. Can't lose if you don't play. Words. What a good Monday. Victory Monday for us all. Little Victory Monday coming in hot. Um, Yeah, Meg, I have to say, I feel quite refreshed not having to have watched whatever potential atrocity yesterday's non-existent game might have, could have probably been for us Cowboys fans. I just have to say that. Yeah, we just got to giggle at other people's expenses. It was great. Which was really funny because I actually have, um, yesterday, obviously, if you were hiding under a rock, and we'll talk about it more, but um, the Eagles lost to the Giants and pretty handedly. And I, of course, had to make sure that I tweeted about it because what better way to celebrate my bye week than to watch the Eagles lose. And one of my friends who's an Eagles fan was like, have you ever heard that saying like, you know, in a glass box or whatever, or glass house. And I was like, I was like, bro, there's a lot of sayings that would apply to the Dallas Cowboys this season. And at the end of the day, I, no matter how terrible we are, I will never not stop celebrating the demise of the green team. I just won't. Yeah. I'll throw whatever I want in my glass house, Eagles boy. Yeah. Like, I'm fine with that. Uh, that I, I understand my hypocrisy. I own it. And I enjoy it. Thank you, sir. Whatever, whatever. I do what I want. Whatever, whatever. I do what I want. Um, so speaking of, of glass houses um, and... I don't know where I was going with that. I want to talk about the division because (laughs) it's hysterically and historically miserable. And I just need to wrap my mind around how we think this is all going to go down and just really the state of where we're at as an NFC East. Like you, you know, those jokes about the NFC least and I get it. We've struggled as a division pretty handedly in in years past and I thought I thought it was bad then I I couldn't have even conjured up the absolute trash pile garbage can dumpster fire that we've mangled together this season (laughs) yeah I mean uh, we're all collectively pretty bad but who's the least bad you know it's it's like they joke, but 
I'm not fully convinced anyone actually wants to win. It's all really confusing. Like, uh, I don't know. The Washington football team is just, we're okay. First of all, we're a mess. We're just injured all the way around. There's no way to slice it. Nothing's good. Right. Washington football team, also a mess. Also a mess. Um, so let me just break like down. the two at the top are just like the thing, the biggest anomalies to me. So as it stands today, after the Cowboys came, come off their bye, the Eagles are leading the division at three, five, and one. <laughs> They're on a, they've got a losing a one game losing streak. Uh, the giants are three and seven second place. They finally broke their eight straight losses with their upset over the Eagles, Washington, eight straight lot, bro. Anyways, I will get to that. <laughs> Washington is two and seven uh, and the Cowboys are two and seven in final last place. So it's not great. Steelers, you guys might remember what they did to us. And, and well, actually they didn't do that much to us. Well, anyways, the Steelers, they have almost as many wins as the entire NFC East division. They have nine wins and the entire division that we play, the entire division, Megan, has 10 wins. The Eagle, I can't, the Steelers are going to surpass us, I feel. Well, actually, that would be impossible, but still. <laughs> surpass us in what? In wins. Like, oh, well, yeah. If, if we all just go full NFC East this weekend, there's a chance. True. If we just stay so you're true, saying there's a chance. Stay true to who we know we as an NFC East can be. <laughs> yeah, I do believe the Giants get to take a week off after that nonsense. Um, I think do the Eagles as well. Let's see. Something. You know, it's really hard to pay attention to people that don't matter to me. Yeah. It's really difficult to carry. <laughs> no, yeah. they, they play this weekend. They play the Browns. Um, yeah, so we'll have to like fulfill fulfill our uh, NFC least destinies this weekend. Just like keep that, keep it going. There is a chance. There is a definite chance. None of us have division games. That's a positive. Giants have a bye. So there's a very solid chance that we could fulfill this destiny. Let's let's not though. What if we don't do that? <laughs> I mean, I don't know about us, but everybody else, like, come on. <laughs> it is very possible. We're playing two Ohio teams as a division here. Like, yes, but doable. if you don't think I'm rooting for the other America's team this weekend, you're wrong. Who's the other? I, if you're referring to. The Browns. <laughs> That's just insane. Do we know? We should have asked the guys when we were on their podcast, like where they got their other America's team. Like they think they're America's team. Like no, they just, people just say that all the time. Like, is that actually something they call themselves? Because I mean, if you say it enough, then it becomes a thing, right? People actually go, go to Cleveland. Like what? Do, or do they just accidentally wind up there and get stuck? Is that how people get there? That's a good question. I've never been to Ohio, so I can't confirm or deny it doesn't just like suck you in and you never leave. I'm not, I'm not clear on that. I feel like there's a strong chance that's exactly what happens. 
I feel like you could ask your family this question and we could we could get a definitive answer here. I could. We got the Columbus contingency in hot. <laughs> contingency. That's what I'm calling them from now on. I'm going to change the group text and then my aunt's going to be like, how did you, What what is the Columbus contingency and why did you rename our Ohio State group text? <laughs> I, I assume it's kind of like uh people that live in South Dakota aka my, aka my family they would just were born there and never left so. that that seems fair that seems fair which someone's got to make a move otherwise you're staying where you're at 100 percent uh which speaking of Ohio State PFT um from Barstool if you guys listen to pardon my take which is a I we one of the quality pieces of content that I like to listen to um, thank you, Megan Murray, for the introduction. Uh, but PFT, he tweeted yesterday, he's like, Washington football team is simultaneously competing for the ability to draft Justin Fields and also win the NFC East slash Super Bowl. <laughs> Can't say that about a lot. Yeah. This is where we're at, you guys. Although I'm not fully convinced that oh, the Ohio State quarterback situation is something that Washington should dabble in again. It feels as though it didn't quite work out this past time. So like at this point, like, isn't it, isn't that how, what you say? Like if you, if you do something once, like shame on me once and then like, or shame on you the first time and then shame on me the second time or whatever it is. What's that saying? <laughs> fool me once, shame on me, fool me, or sorry, fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice, shame on me. That's, that's the epitome of what I feel like could happen. I mean, there's plenty of shame to go around in that organization. So facts, facts changed their name. They did change to a non-name. Yes. So <laughs> they're just doing, a, they just That's to be proud of in that like expose. I'm like, y'all like, mm, nope, which is not great. It's just not great. Um, well, let's dive in a little bit more because I just kind of really want to get your thoughts. I was doing a little research. Oh man. And That's I, the stage. It, it's really terrible. So <laughs> if you haven't had your morning coffee, please go ahead and hit pause before I hit you with these atrocities. Or it'll wake you up. That's fair. It could, it could go both ways. Like it could be awe inspiring in the worst way. And you're just like, Oh my God, I need a drink, a beverage, like something to like even focus on whatever this is. Or full afternoon slap in the face. Exactly. It could honestly be like, oh, like it could shock you. So I hope, I hope it's the latter because I feel like Mondays don't need any help on making you fall asleep, but it is what it is. Um, so Meg, yesterday's game that I tweeted about and apparently from my glass house, um, which thank you very much. It, it's, it suits <laughs> me nicely. Um, the Eagles lost to the Giants by double digits. It's 27-17. I think this was just a big shock to everyone. Getting The Eagles seem to be getting healthier. I mean, again, let me – I say shock. Every, let me just say this. Everything I'm going to say in terms of giving praise and any semblance of analysis with this NFC East, please take it with the perspective of I'm operating in, the, in terms of the NFC East landscape. Anything that is praiseworthy in this division probably – doesn't mean anything for anyone else. So, and vice versa. So let's just like make sure we've said that, that baseline before we dive in. But the Eagles, this to me was just kind of surprising because I, I feel like as in the race towards whatever we're racing towards, atrocity, the Eagles to me seemed like they were just 
at least semi trying to lead the pack. They're getting healthier. They seem to have, you know, one of the best rosters comparatively. And then, you know, Daniel Jones has been struggling where he's just, he's playing like the younger quarterback at times. Um, but that was just not the case this past weekend. He looked good this weekend, especially, you know, when you're playing against Wentz as the other quarterback. I feel, this is what I love about division games because you can be playing like complete garbage. Like we all apparently like to do, but then when you play each other, it's like, Oh, now we're going to try. Like now we're going to be a different player. Like this is, we're going to be a different team. And I think that's what Daniel Jones did. Like he just seems to perform better in intra division than he does anywhere else. Like he, it just, I don't know what it is. Like he's, He's literally. Yeah, I've I found their uh, their game plan pretty interesting. Um, they like they were able to take advantage of uh, attacking the Eagles secondary and really exploiting that. And they were they were throwing a lot, which was I mean, pretty fun. They played what twelve personnel. Looked pretty good doing it, and I it just thought to myself, yeah, Jason Garrett. I think what Joe Judge has is doing coming out of yesterday's game. It seems as though this Giants team is playing again. Perspective baseline. Please insert that in my comment. <laughs> but they are playing some of the cleaner football <laughs> in yeah. in this division. Um, and you're right. This Eagles defense was getting exploited. They've been p- pretty pedestrian. We all know that where they thrive is on the up. Like uh, they're, 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 that front four, I, they just, they, they, they're better up front than they are in the secondary. That's kind of been the storyline and rightfully so. And this, this giants offense went ahead and took advantage of that. And again, this wasn't just like a loss where it was like, Oh, it was a field goal or no, they, it was double digits and they went ahead and marked this W with conviction. I think one of the things though, and you know, I hate to be that guy, but I really don't. I feel like it's really a shame when you look at the talent that the the Eagles do technically have. And I can't help but place a lot of the emphasis on Carson Wentz. Like he's just not, He's just not an elite quarterback, or at least if he is, he's not been playing like it. And I think that with the guys and the paces that he has, he has the ability to really up the ante and truly elevate the level of play. And that's where I think one of their biggest downfalls in is it's, it's in Carson. He's just played so subpar this season and Again, I'm so tired of the Dak versus Carson Wentz situation. Like, I don't know what other tape you need to see on him to know that he's just not even on the same level as Dak. But I really do put a lot of emphasis and a lot of onus on Carson's play. I think that it's his responsibility as the leader of this team and as the guy who supposedly is getting paid at 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 an elite level to be operating as such. And he hasn't been doing that. And guys like... A Daniel, you're letting Daniel Jones beat you handedly. Yeah. 
I mean, he just looks like he he's I feel like he's always just get ready to get hit. <laughs> like he's he's lacking a lot of confidence. Um, and yeah, I, it's hard to watch him, honestly. Yeah, he's just he's thrown 12 interceptions. I mean, I just don't ever tell me again that he's like Dak Prescott. It's just very Never. bad. It's just, it's just really bad. And I don't understand. I don't under, I don't get it. I don't get it. And again, like I said, like I put a lot on him. I really do. I put a lot on him and granted this division is struggling, but you, you have to do better. You're the veteran and this is your opportunity to really show all these haters who think you're trash, prove them wrong. And honestly, all you're doing is proving them right. So I don't see it. Um, on the flip side, like you mentioned, like Daniel Jones is playing decently clean. Again, I think I would like to qualify that within the division. <laughs> um, yeah. It is his first time back-to-back games with no turnovers. So again, like this is like, I feel like he was really killing this team. And he's young, you guys, like he's young. And I I think that, I think that Jason Garrett does, I, I think he does well with quarterbacks. Like I think he's, you know, say what you will, but. I think that's probably going to be proven to be a pretty good relationship and that they'll be good for each other, if you will. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity, but giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's insight assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. They've been able to adjust um, pretty easily considering how... uh, they lost a lot of key pieces at the they beginning. Arguing, like, are you kidding me? Yeah. And you're still managing to play a tight game with the Bucks, And like, even uh, I think the 49ers is the only like real true blowout they had. They were keeping pace in the Steelers and the Bears game. Um, even the Rams game, they weren't like far behind. Their losses haven't been that sub- substantial, really, if you uh, take a look at the stat lines and Really, it was just the 49ers game that they really got punched in the mouth. So, yeah, they're, they're interesting to me. Um, I hope they lose forever, but, like, um, you know, I'm intrigued. Yeah, I mean, they might be – I don't know. I'm, I'm still really torn. Like, I think they're on the upswing, if you will, in terms of divisional play and how they're performing compared to everyone else in, in, in the NFC. But I still – I'm not ready to call them good. I'll call them, like, good adjacent. Adjacent? 
adjacent? Good adjacent. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not. Here's my thing, too. And everyone's like, oh, well, you know, coming out of yesterday's game and the Eagles lost like terribly. So, like, obviously the Giants are the better, the best team in the NFC East. I'm like, guys, here's the thing with, with divisional games. They don't, they just throw everything out the window. Like, just throw it out the window because you can be playing terribly and go into a divisional game and just completely obliterate their team. Like they just, they're different. They're di- and you can't tell me otherwise. And you cannot also convince me that if you win one game against someone, then you're automatically just better than them. Like that's not how sports works. It's just not how it works. Like it, that's lazy analysis in my opinion. Like, oh, well the Eagles lost. So they're obviously worse than the Giants. Like, yeah, again, like I just, I'm not between, I'm, between those two teams, I have to kind of wrap my mind around who I'm going to go ahead and say I think wins the division between those two. But I'm not sitting here saying that, like, the Giants are just, like, exponentially better than the Eagles because, you know, they lost or they they beat them yesterday. Like, they also lost to them this season. So, like, pff, what gives? Like, did we, did we just, like, change our minds? Like, once – I just I, – I don't I – don't, I don't subscribe to that. Um I'd say they both have, I mean, they both have a a decently like rocky road ahead of them with like, I think the Giants have Seahawks, Cardinals, and Ravens are the big ones I'm seeing for them. Yeah. Um, And then over on the Eagles side, they have to see the Saints, Cardinals, um, and Seahawks as well. So, and Packers. Seahawks might be the most complete team in the NFC. Like they're not like sexy by any means but I feel like they just have significant solid pieces across the board. We all know what Arizona is capable of. They're freaking fun to watch you guys. Uh, and that, I mean, that's, that's going to be tough, but in terms of within the actual NFC East, the Eagles are two and two. So they've split it. Washington's also two and two Cowboys are one and two and giants are three and two and the giants again, obviously if you can math, are three and two because they've played more division games. So like, you know, I just, I, I'm not ready to call them like the true leader in my opinion, but um, we'll see. But they're good adjacent. They're good adjacent. They're good adjacent. <laughs> uh, let's talk about Washington too, because this was a wild game yesterday and kind of like after all of this, like, I just, I want to get your thoughts on based off of just how these teams are performed kind of based off of, like you said, like who they've got coming up, where your head's at in terms of who you think is going to potentially win the division. And also, but even more objectively, who you think is just kind of is, is I would say who you think is the better team, like the better team, because that doesn't mean the better team's going to win the division. As we've seen, none of these teams are good and someone's going to win. <laughs> so it is what it is. Um, I just can't see Washington putting it together. I feel like, granted, the Lions aren't a good team, but you couldn't get yourself out of a lot of sticky situations in that game. It's just like, I I did like, Alex Smith was pretty unbelievable. So, yeah, obviously with Kyle Allen going going down for the season-ending injury, he like dislocated his ankle, had surgery, I believe it was yesterday. Which, by the way, uh, Giants safety, speaking of NFC East things uh, that happened in, during the Giants game, and 
uh, Jabril Peppers was fined $11,031 for unnecessary roughness on him, which how do they come up with those calculations? $11,031. Are there cents? Did they just round up? Did we round down? Where's this 31 coming from? I have no idea. I wonder if it's like a, an actual equation of like how many, how many games or moments in time that Kyle's going to miss because of this injury or I need to know inquiring minds. <laughs> Anyways, like you said, Alex Smith had a really good game yesterday. All things considered. I mean, he did have like this weird spurt where he had like eight <laughs> again, grain of salt, people grain of salt. He had like eight straight incomplete passes at one point. And you're like, what are we doing? But the, I'm going to give him props just for being on the field in general because of his incredible story. And if you haven't seen it, like you need to go ahead and look into that more because despite the fact that he plays on a team that we really hate, I don't hate individual players except for like ones that deserve it. And he's not one that deserves it. Um, he's incredible. Just being able to step foot on a football field. But yesterday he engineered this comeback that literally, I mean, Detroit blew a 21-point lead at Alex Smith's hands. I mean, they they got they tied the game in the middle of the fourth quarter. You thought they were about to do it. And then Chase Young has a late-hit penalty on Stafford. It was so dumb. Oh, like, so – that's, like, some rookie-ish, man. Like That's exactly what he said, though. And I was like, okay, so next year we're just not going to do that? Like – your instinct there was wrong. Right. So you got to correct that part. And then they hit the walk-off field goal and obviously Lions get away, like escape with the win. I don't know if you saw though, uh, our guy Everson Griffin was making some plays. <laughs> I was like, oh, you play football now? Is this, what you, is this what you do? Because It turns out that we have a lot of good, we've had in the past, a lot of good pieces on defense that just, you know, need to get out of Dallas to do well. That's, don't know what that says. It, it feels like it doesn't say anything good. <laughs> it feels like one of those things where like, I like to joke about how I'm the girl you date before you get married. And maybe that's what we are as a football team. Like if you want to be successful, yeah. I mean, Miami looks pretty good right now. You should come here and go somewhere else, Byron. <laughs> welcome seriously like, Keith, did, i don't think he's gonna be getting a ring this year but like they're looking looking good did keith smith get a ring uh no he's uh, on the falcons so the Falcons. No, no 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 who am i thinking about on the chiefs um oh i think you're t thinking of someone anthony yep yes hitchens Hitch. thank you thank you i got there it took me a minute. They're both so nice. So um, anyways, yeah, like, like, it's it's like, we're here for you. DeMarcus Ware, like you want to play here forever and then go somewhere else and go win a ring. You're welcome. You're welcome. For the good luck Chuck of football teams. I am actually verbatim good luck Chuck. So if you're looking to get married, you should probably date me. <laughs> I the DMs are open. <laughs> Don't date me though. Closes them immediately. Um, <laughs> no, but Everson Griffin, the the Detroit defense, like they they started off by the beginning of the game, back to back negative plays. I think Everson 
himself like blew up like blew up a reverse which again he had some sparks in Dallas and I was just like of course like I just have to cringe just give me a moment to cringe the fact that you just made a pretty good play like I'm just feeling a little bitter like I'm just feeling bitter in general this season so I'm gonna probably complain about a lot of things yeah I'm not gonna lie bitter Betty is a good way to describe me yeah which also unrelated but flashback nonetheless like Adrian Peterson is still in the league and I don't know I gotta look at how many teams he's been on now like this man he's still making plays like remember when that was a narrative for here where I, we were all like oh, are we gonna get are we you know we need Adrian Peterson like this is the final puzzle piece like this is the guy and then he goes to Washington <laughs> yeah I didn't enjoy that um what year was that? Like, my recall at this at this time is not strong. Yeah, mine either. Mine either. <laughs> so, all in all, it feels like I kind of gave you a taste of how each of these teams are playing. Um, Eagles seem to be kind of on a, on a downturn, but they have they're getting healthier. They they have the talent. They're just underperforming which again, story of our entire division, but they're just underperforming where they need to be. Uh, Giants seem to be piecing things together fundamentally. And and that's, what's been their saving grace, Washington, you know, that's just kind of, we might need to be rebuilding. (laughs) It's just focusing (laughs) on that. And us, I don't really know how you categorize us either, because I feel like I'm trying to be objective here, but I feel like we're in the same boat because now we're like our biggest storyline right now is if we're going to be starting Garrett Gilbert or Dalton. Like that's like, what do we think? What a world. What What a world. world. Like this is, these are the, these are the arguments that we have in this space. So based off of all of that, Meg, you know, where, what are your thoughts on, the best team in the NFC East and who you think has the best chance to win this thing, because it probably very likely will only take six wins, which I believe is the first time in history that a team has been, will, will be able to win a division with six wins. I think that is a a very true statement and very real possibility. Yeah. I mean, the interesting part is that for the giants, it, they don't have any divisional games left besides us at the last um, last game of their season. So I kind of think that if things kind of even out the way they look like they're going to, uh, that it stays around the same. And But the, I'm going to give the Giants an edge. Okay. Because I feel like – we always I'm not saying we'll necessarily beat the Eagles, but like they have their final two games are against us in Washington. So they have a good chance of dropping one of those. And I think that keeps them um, from winning the division. All right. I just a, a random maybe thing that happens. And also just like I can't see them beating the Saints. Not that that matters for the division, but like. I also can't see them beating the Cardinals. So I'm going to give them two L's off the block, toss up for the Packers game, L with the Seahawks. We'll see about the Browns. I don't know. I don't like them. 
So it's really hard for me to be objective. <laughs> the Giants? Uh, all of them. I was talking about Philly in that scenario, but. How weird is it to say like it's a toss up with the Packers? Like that's just such a weird statement to me. They're confusing, honestly, as a, like some weeks I'm like, wow, they're like really good. And then I'm like, mm. I respect Aaron Rodgers, but I don't like him. I just kind of feel that way about that whole division, I think, too, which kind of goes into this weekend coming up, the Vikings. Like, I don't really know what their identity is. He, um, might, be, he might be a really big baby. Like, I'm not going to say McCarthy is, like, this, like, god of a coach and whatever else, but, like, it just feels like Aaron Rodgers, like, always has something else to say about someone else. Yeah. That's... <laughs> That's true. And any just casual football fan and fan of The Bachelor will remind you that his family doesn't like him either. So well, maybe he's just going all around. Maybe this is karma, Meg. Maybe this is karma. Maybe he's a bad person. And maybe he broke up. If you can't, if you can't lock down Olivia Munn, the goddess of all goddesses, like something's wrong with you. It's, it's a you thing. It's definitely you. It's not her. You can't convince me. Anyways. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I'm really interested to see how that division plays out too. Just, I mean, we won't deep dive into them necessarily, but just, we are going to, we're going to get a little more in depth with the Vikings here. We'll probably see, have a better idea of who they are maybe after tonight. They are playing a divisional game though. So. So the Giants do play tonight. We've got um, – they're at Chicago Monday Night Football. Um, so – I'm sorry, the Vikings, they're playing at Chicago. So they will have a quicker turnaround time, which hopefully will play in our favor. I think they're three and five right now. Um, we need all of the weird help we can get. Listen, if you if you pray over rocks, if you have, like, rock formations and crystals and, like, jujus <laughs> and things like that, like, I'm fully convinced someone's using a an actual, like – voodoo doll on us so like if that's what you're into and you need to do it this is the week this if you want to salvage our season guys it's on us so all bring it all out like you gotta wear the the nasty old jersey that like has never let you down which i don't know what jersey that would be at this point but um (laughs) anything will do it okay this is this is which we is, need all the help we can get. It's where we're at. It's where we're at. All right, guys. Well, um, thanks for hanging out with us and um, just drudging through the misery that is the NFC East. I think it is. It's an it's an ugly picture, but it's a picture nonetheless. So um, something that we will have to be facing will be interesting to see how that plays out. I want to hear your thoughts. We want to hear your thoughts and what you think in terms of who has the best best opportunity to win the division do you think it's going to come down to six wins who do you think is the best i hope it does man at this point like i'm like i'm i'm okay with that i think i think it might be just for fun it's very it's we are just big 2020 energy okay i want the worst best thing that we can put out from this division like give me the The best worst garbage i just i need to see these cornered cat fights at least for, for comedy's sake. Yeah. Something like that. I, why not? Why not is where I, what I feel. Um, so we want to hear your thoughts on that. You can find us on the Twitter. I'm at Kelsey underscore Charles and Meg is. 
at Meg Murray with four R's. And guys, make sure you subscribe to the Blog and the Boys podcast feed, wherever you get your podcast, whether that's Apple, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, also on the YouTube. You can find us there as well. Great review, subscribe. It really does mean the world to us. We do appreciate it more than you know. Um, Y'all, especially in light of yesterday's dealings and the game that we got to witness, if you want to call that a game. Meg, there's some words that I think we should continue to leave the people with this week. Uh, That would be Dallas forever, Eagles for absolutely, unequivocally, never. Birds aren't real. Bye, guys. (laughs) Birds are not real. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha.